Wherever cancer is, Hancock Health will fight. In any part of you and in all corners of East Central Indiana. From Indianapolis to Greenfield to Knightstown to Greensburg. From hospital rooms to family rooms, we fight. With technology and medicine. With care backed by the wisdom of Mayo Clinic. For you, for your family, and for your future in Decatur County. We fight cancer here. HancockHealth.org slash cancer. It's time to hear from you. Kendall and Casey present voicemails. Brought to you by QC Kinetics for non-surgical regenerative medicine treatments at 317-559-PAIN. If you'd like to contribute, questions, comments, smart remarks, whatever is on your mind, we welcome your participation. It is 1032. This is the Kendall and Casey Show on 93 WIBC. Ethan Hatcher is filling in for Rob Kendall, who is finally taking some well-deserved days off. He stacks them all up to the end of the year so that he's gone for an entire month, practically. I can't believe you managed to pry him away from the studio. Like, I, I, I mean, I know... No, it must have been like pulling teeth to get him just to take a couple days off. You know, the bosses love it when he waits until the end of the year to take it all at once like that. Uh, oh, uh, well, not so much. Yeah, I love the crunch, too, because everybody's doing it. Uh-huh, everybody does it. Um, OK, so let's get to a few phone calls. This is from Russ, and he wanted to call and comment about candidates ads. We were talking yesterday about Mike Braun's latest ad and how it doesn't seem very specific towards the great Hoosier state. And here is Russ with his thoughts on that. Bob is right on in terms of uh, what some of these candidates are doing in terms of their ads. I mean, they're taking our intelligence for granted uh, and, and, and reducing it to the lowest possible level. Uh, keep on keeping on. <laughs> okay, so candidates ads. Mike Braun specifically, uh, he's talking a lot about the border, yeah. which uh, many polls say is the second most important issue to voters. But that's not an Indiana poll. That's a national poll. I think that this is a broader candidate strategy that bridges both parties because this was something that Joe Hogsett seemed to levy in his favor, which was making the mayorals race about national issues, about Jefferson Shreve, you know, being a MAGA Republican Mm -hmm. who doesn't support abortions, even though the mayor's office has nothing Nothing to to do do. with abortions and legislation here in Indiana. But that became a central issue of the campaign. So Mike Braun uh, implementing a similar strategy. I think that largely um, the voters have become disengaged with local issues. It is many, many times a national election. Mm-hmm. Uh, so 27% say inflation is the top issue, yeah. followed by immigration and the border at 20%, and then the state of democracy at 16%, and then 12% is gun violence. So if that's the case that everybody's just following national issues, then Mike Braun's ad is on target when he's talking about the border. But Russ's comment was that um, they're treating us like we don't have intelligence. I think uh, in many cases, you have to you have to dial it down into the lowest common denominator like that to reach as many people as possible. 
if that makes sense. Yeah. Yes, yes, they're saying that you're not intelligent, but <laughs> they'll insult your intelligence to victory because they exactly have to. <laughs> that's what they have to do. I mean, it's almost like you got to treat it like Walmart, right? Right. Yeah. They're 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 going to narrow down the message, and and that is what you have to do. You have to have uh, the ability to present your campaign in you know thirty seconds or mm-hmm. left three pull po- you know three bullet points on right. the back of a napkin. Right. Exactly. That's the 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 basis on which campaigns are won. And if you make it about buzzwords and about uh, hot button issues, then yeah, you're going to to stick in the minds of voters, or at least I think that's the calculus, and it appears to pay off Yeah, more often than not. So uh, you can disagree with the tactics, but uh, you can't argue with the results. Ethan, you were just cracking your knuckles while we were on the air. I heard that. Uh-oh. Why would you do that? <laughs> I, I didn't realize I did. It's a nervous <laughs> habit. <laughs> I just called you out on it. All right, uh, we've got another phone call. A lot of points. Uh, I forget his name, darn it. But I, I thought this was a good phone call. He's got a lot of uh, topics that he wants to cover. Uh, i got a few theories, a few questions, and uh, a few uh, answers. Okay. Uh, theory number one, Federman. Maybe his brain is starting to put itself back together, and that's where he's kind of going. Uh, I remember hearing a uh, clip where he actually seemed to pivot when he was wrong, and he didn't do it without bumbling and stumbling. So maybe we're going to get somebody kind of like regarding Henry, where he's going to say, you know, what we're doing here is wrong, and he'll be a better guy for it. Uh, theory number two, the first dog. The reason why it's fighting the uh, Secret Service agents is because it's tired of getting blamed for all the messes on the carpet. (laughs) Theory number two on the first dog is fighting them because they keep taking its cocaine. Mm. And then my solution for the first dog is, let me have it. Mm -hmm. I'll take it. It'll be a much better dog, but I will change its name back to Redskin. My second uh, solution is for Bud Light. They're having problems, obviously. They did what they did. Mm -hmm. Uh, Peyton Manning and Emmett Smith aren't going to help because they can't hack their way out of a paper bag. What I think they need is somebody who can actually hold a brand on his shoulders. He's done it before. They need to bring back the man, the myth, the legend, Spuds McKenzie. Cool dog, (laughs) outweighs, trans problem every time. That's kind of what I'm thinking. And on the trans problem, let us all remember, there's no such thing as chicks with D's, just guys with T's. Problem number three, I'm going to take it on the chin. I'm going to fall on the sword. I will help the NFL out. I am asking Taylor Swift to go out with me so then she can (laughs) leave the NFL alone. And I promise if she gives me 12 months, I can give her three studio albums. She gives me 18. I'll throw in an unplugged album as well. Now I have a question for you. Had Ross Perot won and or shown really well in his uh, election bid back in the 90s, would we even be talking about Trump today? Or would they have already put things in place, both parties, that this would never happen again? Just a question. Oh, yeah, Rob, bear down. But, hey, by this time of the season, we all know it's just printing ferret. Hmm. Have a good vacation, Rob. Hmm. You guys enjoy. See you. 
Wow, that guy had a lot to get out. I know, there's a lot <laughs> to unpack going there. Huh? Going. Do you have a bullet point of everything that he wanted to, I, to, to I discuss? Do. Okay. I do. Okay, first okay. of all, he's obviously a Chicago Bears fan, so uh, good luck with that. Um, okay. Did he say that we should give uh, cocaine to the Biden dog? No, he said, he said that the, the dog is mad because they keep taking its cocaine away. Oh, because uh, they're taking the dog's yeah. cocaine. Yeah, so well, they it, should. Because... When it comes to the first dog, I, I believe that dog has been removed from the White House, and we reported about the biting or the snapping of the dog a few months back. That was not the first instance. More than a dozen times. Yeah, that and uh, I, I have been told, good sourced, that you could hear the screams from the Secret Service agent across the White House. Uh, sure. Rooms away yeah. when that dog went angry. Yeah, those, and, those German shepherds can be vicious when you know when they're trained to do that. Yeah, and so that that dog has since been removed from their care or <laughs> not care. Should have happened a long time ago. He he made a comment about uh, Fetterman. Uh, saying yeah, how yeah, he's, yeah. he's uh, changing and different. Well, isn't that interesting that Fetterman has come out strong against Bob Menendez, and I thought it was refreshing mm-hmm. for him to take that position, making the distinction between George Santos, which largely his lies, you know, yes, are, are amusing, but they're just falsification of his background, whereas Bob Menendez is actively endangering the national security of the United States by partnering with a foreign government and influencing legislation, like, between the two things. Things, George Santos lying about being Jewish mm-hmm. is is a much lesser crime than Bob Menendez partnering with a foreign government. So I, I I think it's interesting that Fetterman has taken that position. Well, you know, there's been a lot of comments about well, since he had that stroke or he went through the depression and different medication, or maybe he's had a change of heart. And and I think part of it is you know he's made it through this medical crisis and he's not going to necessarily toe the company line, so to speak, on everything. And he's just at a more honest place, perhaps, where he's going to say what's on his mind, regardless of where it falls politically. Well, I mean, having a stroke is something that you can absolutely get better from over time. They have medication to mm-hmm. address that, and he's a younger man compared to many people in elected office. So, yeah, I, th- I think that's absolutely something that you get better from. Okay, uh, he talked about Bud Light, how they have uh, Peyton Manning and Emmett Smith yeah, now as spokesperson, and he wanted to bring back Spuds McKenzie. I'd be down for that. Yeah. Okay. I mean, who doesn't like to see a big, uh, you know, big furry friend uh, uh, be a mascot? <laughs> right. The look at look at how well it worked out uh, for Taco Bell, the Taco mm-hmm. Bell Chihuahua. Even yeah. though they took him away, it's something that people still remember. Yeah. <laughs> um, he also mentioned the NFL and how he would he would solve their problems by offering to take Taylor Swift off <laughs> the NFL. Hands. <laughs> like give him a year, she'll have three albums, give him eighteen months and she'll he'll throw in an unplugged. Um, of course, lots of material for Taylor to write on. And lastly he asked the question about Ross Perot. If Ross Perot had done well, how would things have changed? Well, Ross Perot already broke some political norms by running the way he did. Um he he got what, like 20% support. I think all of that would have I'd gone have to, to... I'd have to look back. All of that would have gone to uh, H. Bush anyway. Yeah. 
So I, it wouldn't have changed the outcome of that election. It doesn't move the needle if he would merely have done better. Maybe it would have changed things if he actually won and secured victory. In that case, I think third party candidates would be taken more seriously and perhaps be in a much more competitive place than they are today. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I guess we'll never know because that's not the way it turned out. Right. So you're thinking that had he done better, actually won some electoral college votes, uh, third party would be more viable than it is today. Indeed. Libertarian specifically, or do you think it would be uh, a, just a completely different party? Well, I think that no, I, I think the the uh, Democrats are are married to the party identity, and Republicans are much more competitive. So yeah, it would be it would be a Libertarian party. All right, we've got one more phone call. Um, I shared something that uh, the dude and I did over the weekend, and I'm not sure if this guy is being sarcastic or not. I think he's being serious and he's being sincere. Um, but you help me decide. Casey, I am literally tearing up. I'm so happy for you that you're debt-free and your child's college is paid for. Man, that just gives me a warm fuzzy, and I'm I'm so happy for you. Um, My two children, uh, my oldest, went to Rose Hallman, borrowed a bunch of money, paid it all off himself. I told him, uh, you know, I can't do this for you. I'll help you sign up for it. But you, you get a pay for it, and he has. He's paid it all back. And my youngest took a smaller note, went to a community college in Illinois, and did the same thing, paid off his note. Um, and he and his wife are busy paying off her school. And I am, I am so proud to know you. So y'all be well. Smack Rob on the top of the head for me. <laughs> Talk to you later. Bye. Okay, so yesterday I had uh, mentioned to Rob that over the weekend uh, – my husband and I, we accomplished something that I was I was pretty proud of. It was a brag, bragging moment, proud parent moment. Um, we had worked, we had saved, and we had paid. And over the weekend, we paid our final tuition payment for our daughter's college. No student loan debt transfer, no scholarships, nothing like that. We'd been saving since she was very young. Yeah. And um, she'll be graduating from Purdue University in May. So the final tuition payment was due her last semester ever. And so we wrote that check and it it's was a huge accomplishment. It, yeah. And so it was, you know, one of those things that the government didn't step in and help us. It wasn't some loan forgiveness plan. Uh, we, we did it the old fashioned preparation. We did it the old fashioned way, Ethan, Shocker. where, you know, we, we worked, we saved, we paid. And so that's what he was calling about. And I felt like he was being sincere. Yeah, I feel he? like he was being sincere okay. as well because because you're all hardworking Hoosier families right. that paid their own way. So yeah. you know, I mean, uh, because expressing I solidarity with that mentality. That's that's what I thought as well because I I didn't want it to come off as some hey look what we did. No, it was kind of like this. This this was a lot of hard work, a lot of years, and without it's any. It's not because you won the lottery. Right. It's not because you're a trust fund child. Yeah, it's not and without you know. any help from the government, we were we were able to do this for our kid. It's something that we wanted to do from you know the beginning, and it was like we met that goal, accomplished, and you know check the box, and it was a, it was a good feeling, and I wanted to I wanted to share it, and I also wanted to share that it can be done. It does take hard work, but it can be done, and. And I also acknowledge not everybody needs a four-year degree or should go right. and get a four-year degree, um, but good. Preparation, so, mm-hmm. execution, and hard work. Yeah.